So let's go to the Word of God and... Um, we're gonna, we, we've been ministering, Pastor Gustav and all the pastors have been ministering on to be doers of the word. To apply the word, that brings, it's the door to the supernatural. Amen. So you can't just be a hearer. You've got to be a doer. And um, yeah, I want to also, my, my Mr., Mr. Handsome at the back, my husband, he's making me sound good today. Amen. JJ. And... Um, like the, like the, they would say one. <laughs> and um, so, so you got to be a doer. But first to be a doer, you got to hear the word. That is important. Because by hearing the word, that will produce faith. And faith pleases God. Who knows that? The word is not very complicated. But like we said in the previous, uh, the previous times we ministered here is that, that many people, they complicate the things of God. And they are using, sometimes they're using the wrong scripture at the wrong place. It's still the word. But it, it, it is like this. You're not going to use Vicks if you need eye medication, right? Who knows that? Who's going to say, I'm going to put Vicks in my eyes. So I'm putting Vicks in my eyes. No, because it will burn your eyes. It's the wrong thing for the wrong thing. And many times it's still, a, it's still a medication, it's still an ointment, but it won't work for the eyes. And so by using the word of God, use the right thing at the right time so that there can be effect. Amen. Because the word of God is effective. And the word says, there's one thing you got to always remember, that the word of God will always produce. That is a fact. It will produce. But if you are applying the right thing, at the right time, it will even be more effective, if you can understand that. Hallelujah. We, we get that. If you're sick, you need healing. Amen. If you are depressed, what does the Bible say? I said it the last time. Put on the garment of praise that the spirit of heaviness can go. Heaviness is a spirit. The Bible says it. Amen. So, so this morning, you know, when, when I spend time with the Lord, I said, come on, Lord, what, what am I going to say today? And, you know, Pastor Gustav didn't pass us scriptures because he's in America. And, and normally he would give us some notes that we can, all the campuses minister the same thing. And also greetings to all our online viewers. We appreciate you. And not to miss tonight's service here at 6 o'clock, Prophet Marius Higgins will be ministering. And also in French Hook at 6 o'clock. I know there's no meeting tonight in Stellenbosch. Amen. So we're going to go to, if you could please turn with me to Isaiah 1. Thank you so much, Wilbur. Amen. Isaiah 1 verse 19. Because now we've, 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 we've heard about this. You've got to be not just a hearer, but a doer. Because the word says in James, he says, if you're only a hearer and not a doer, you are deceiving yourself. Many people, you are concerned about the devil deceiving you. But the Bible says, if you are just a hearer, but not a doer, you are deceiving yourself. Amen. So many times we deceive ourselves. Okay, so you can go read it again. James 1, we, we use that scripture quite a lot. And it's, the word is like a mirror and it speaks about the identity. Hallelujah. The enemy is always after our identities in Christ. Don't fight for your, just your own identity. You got, it, it, is, it is quite a battle, you know, to understand and, and to keep on understanding and to get that revelation of your identity in Christ. Because that's the power. Amen. That's the power. That's the name above all names is Jesus. And, we, and, and it's Isaiah 1 verse 19. And, and this is a key. I come with keys this morning. He says, if you, ye be willing and obedient. A family out of my own life, I can testify. There's been many times I was obedient, but I wasn't willing with it. And we think because we're just obedient that God is happy about that because hey, I was obedient. But with God, it is always about the heart, always. The heart is as important as the action. Come on. And he says in, this, in Isaiah, even in the Old Testament, he was speaking to the people, says, if you are willing, so your heart has got to be in it. You, you, you got to feel, I want to do this. And then obedient, he says, there's a promise, you will eat the good of the land. The one translation says, the best of the land. 
But you can't just be willing and not obedient. And then you can't just be obedient but not willing. They go together. So the revelation this morning that we got to grasp here is we got to not just be hearers, doers, but when you do, be willing. That's a key. Because God wants the heart. And when we are willing and then obedient, then the passion, there will be passion. Amen. Many of you, you lack passion. You lack passion. You're trying to convince people that one joy and you say, God is good. Oh, just look at my life. Oh, just look at my life. It's not convincing. Amen. Because we got to become willing and obedient. Now, I was like this because I, I don't want to miss God. I, who of you say you don't want to miss God? Who can say you have missed God before? Yeah, I can't my foot and alles upstep. Amen. Amen. And, 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 but, but here's the key. I, I, I was obedient and I remember a specific situation that I was obedient because I prayed about it. I cried by the Lord and I knew if I was going to make this decision, it will affect my destiny. It will affect my life. Ooh, and, and I said, okay, Lord, I'm going to be obedient. But even after being obedient, I was miserable. Who of you have done that? You were obedient and you thought you were going to feel so good and relieved and then you felt, oh. And then my dad said, Lanzel, your problem is you are not willing. And that really ministered to me. And I'm ministering to you this morning. You got to mix both. Because God doesn't just want obedience like everybody preaches. He wants willingness with the obedience. That's the key. That will make you eat the good of the land. Hallelujah. And then he says, he says, but if you refuse and rebel, ye shall be devoured with a sword. And it, and it keeps on. So you've got to be a hearer of the word, of course. Then a doer. But when you do it, be willing and obedient. That's the key. That's the key we miss. And we, we're going we're to go to, to um, 2 Corinthians 9 verse 7. Even when it comes to our giving, it says, I'm reading from the Amplified, it says, Let each one give thoughtfully and with purpose, just as he decided in his heart. Your heart has got to be in it. Your heart, the heart matters to God. The lips is important, but if the heart ain't with the lips, it is empty words. Hallelujah. That is why if you feel that, you feel I'm not speaking from the heart, I'm just speaking from the lips. I want to encourage you, take some time with God and say, God, there's something wrong here. Help me. I repent. Forgive me that you can feel the connection again between the heart and the mouth. Because even when you got saved, with the heart we believe and with the mouth we confess. It is always the heart. The heart. Because if your heart ain't in it, you will become religious. If your heart ain't feeling it, it will just become mechanical. But if your heart is in it, honey, you're going you're gonna to be excited. Amen. Even if it snows. Because it never snows here. And we all want to feel what it feels to wear a snowy outfit, right? Not me. My husband, he laughs. I said, are you crazy? I don't even, we don't even know how to do this in the snow. He says, just as he decided in his heart, not grudgingly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. I don't want to speak on giving, but I want to speak on the heart. He says, and delights in the one whose heart is in his gift. Your heart has got to be in it, family. That will open the door to the supernatural. Hallelujah. It is not just being obedient and just doing the word because the pastor said so and this one said so. But you got to come to the place where your heart is in it. Your heart. And that sometimes is the place where you got to say, Lord, I am willing to die to this that my heart can become in it. Give me your heart. Come on. I will, I will, we will, we will go to the word in John 5. And I, I won't preach long because I, I want you to understand this. Willing and obedient. Willing and obedient. Willing and obedient. John 5. And here's Jesus in action. 
Amen. It is where at the, man, the, the man at the bath of Bethesda, I don't know how you say that in English, also some Bethesda. And you know that quirky, that old song, and I always, it's, it's a joke I do at churches, spring in the bath from Bethesda, the bath word geroer. The guy didn't get healed in the bath. What are we singing about? <laughs> Can I just make Afrikaans joke? Forgive me all the English people online. Ek weet, dit is ook Afrikaans. But you know how they would sing this, that's a roaring, you know? Because we love that song because it's about the action. We don't care about the words really, it's just about there's some action there. And then Pastor Yaku was one day saying, no, some ladies are singing, that's a broorin, a broorin. Okay, now I've got you. Amen. So there's no brother in the bath. Okay, you got it. Amen. Jesus healed him outside of the bath. Hallelujah. <laughs> okay, let's, let's get into the word. I just had to lift that thing a bit. Okay, Jesus got to the bath of Bethesda. And, and, and verse, verse, from verse, um, uh, we can go to, let's go to verse 1. Sometime later, Jesus went up to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish fe- festivals. Now there is in Jerusalem near the sheep gate a pool, which in Aramaic is called Bethesda, and which is surrounded by five covered colonnades. Here a great... Um, number of disabled people used to lie. So there was a lot of disabled people that would go there because they were looking for the miracle. The blind, the lame, the paralyzed. Can you imagine that sight? To find a place where all these disabled people would be. Yeah, amen. One who was there had been an invalid for 38 years. Is there anybody that's 38 years old here? Confess now. Some of us are almost 50. Pastor Gustav always used to say he's 38 and then we all passed 38. I said, Dad, you can't say that. We are your kids. We're older than that already. (laughs) Okay. When Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time. Jesus sees your condition. He does. He sees the condition of the world. He's very aware of the condition of the earth, what's happening right now, and people. And and, and he's aware, and and he sees it. What happened is Jesus, he asked him, and I want you to see this. Do you want to get well? Because you you see, Jesus knew if he had to have that miracle, he had to get this guy's will in it. Many of you, you are missing your miracles because your will ain't in it. You're not willing yet. You perhaps you have become so accustomed to the condition. Some people are addicted to pain. You can check it out. They will go look for pain. God delivers them from the one situation. They will go look for the next situation. May God deliver you this morning from that. Amen. So Jesus asked him, do you want to get well? We were in the States ministering and, and there was a man that they, they brought him in a wheelchair. And I looked at him and I could just see death all over him. I could just see it. He's just, he's tired. And I asked him, I said, do you want to live? Because that's important. And the guy says, yes. I said, well, live, brother. (laughs) It's not complicated. Because you see, he had to hear that he can live. Because the doctor uh, uh, doctor told him he's got autoimmune disease. And this man just gave up. His wife says when he got the news, he just went and he just gave up. And I said, love. And then I thought, well, we can't make you just sit in the chair, right? I said, love this man. Because he's got to feel, you know, that love, but stand up, brother. And he got up and we rebuked that thing and we spoke life. Amen. Some of you, you you need life to be spoken into your life again. 
You need life to be spoken into your body again. Amen. When you pray for your organs, you say, organ, whatever your organ situation is, you say, I speak to you, full capacity, the way Jesus, the Lord has created you to function, full capacity. That's what you speak. And, and that guy got out and he walked with his wheelchair back to his seat, praise the Lord. And the next morning, he comes in with crutches. Okay, that's better than a wheelchair. Because I want to help some of you. Because God wants to do the miraculous through you. Some people, they just, they just collect the miracles, but they never hand it out. And he came with a, with a crutches. The, the, that was the morning, the evening session. His wife is helping him. Yeah, I'm very excited. Because I'm seeing life. And, and, I, and I got back, I think two, three weeks then. He was walking. He was climbing the stairs. I said, hey, are you enjoying it to live? And he's smiling till this day. He's walking. Him and his wife, they are, are, you know, they're ministering on Facebook, whatever. But I had to ask him the question, do you want to live? Because if your world can be connected to the miracle, you'll have it. Yeah. Jesus asked him, do you want to get well? Sir, now here comes the guy, remember. This guy didn't just say, yay, I want to. Hallelujah, thank you for coming. He says, I have no one to help me. Immediately this man gets to excuses. God wants to do great things in your life. But there are some excuses that will have to go. He's not asking you how much do you have. He's not, he's not asking you all the things that you th say it's excuses. He knows you. He knows your condition. Come on, I, 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 I experience that God is going to touch hearts in this place this morning. He said, I have no one to help me in the pool when the water is stirred. While I'm trying to get in. Someone else goes down ahead of me. I'm telling you, it's the blind one. The blind one got in before him. Because that blind one, that blind one, that blind one, that blind Then Jesus said to him, now Jesus ignores the excuse. He said, get up. You will find there's times where God speaks to you, it's like, Pah. first, there's other times we say, yeah, and you know but then there's times where God will say Phew. Jesus said to him get up pick up your mat and walk it gives him instruction that you gotta be willing and he gave him instruction he says get up pick up your mat and walk that is the thing at once the man was cured Wow, I'm praying for that at once miracles in your life. Applying the word is the door to the supernatural. Praying alone is not just the door to the supernatural. It's when you apply the word. Come on. At once the man was cured, he picked up his mat and he walked. What did he do? He did exactly what Jesus told him to do. He picked up his mat and he walked. But you see, Jesus had to ask him, do you want to be healed? Wow. And then, then we can go to Acts 3. I'm closing with this. He is one of my favorites, Peter. I like Peter. Amen. Some of you like Paul. I like Peter. Verse, Acts 3 verse 1. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Okay, so he was by the door before the people went into the church. Who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple asked uh, uh, um, an alms. 
And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, look on us. Why did Peter do that? I ministered on this before. Why did Peter have to do that? He had to change the man's focus. Because he was focused on just begging and his circumstances. But, but Peter said, look on us. Look at us. And I'm here this morning to tell you, people are looking at you. People are looking at you and they want to see Jesus. Don't just sing about Jesus. Don't just talk about Him. Put His love into action. Put His miracles into action. It is not just for the evangelist to see the miraculous. Wherever you go, you, I'm talking to you. And He gave heat unto them. Verse, verse um, 5. Expecting to receive something from them. Hallelujah. <laughs> he got more than what he thought he was going to get. And Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have. Give I thee. What do you have? I'm not asking you this morning, what don't you have? Because most people, if I have to ask, you will tell me what you do not have. But what do you have? You have resurrection power. You have a word of hope. You have the best smile. Amen. Smile anyway. You, 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 you've got it. God can work with what you have. But you got to learn to give what you have. One pastor said, stop crying, change. What do you have? Yeah, but I've never, I've never done this. There's always a first time. Because you can't just be a hearer and not a doer. You will deceive yourself. Can I say it in my terms? You will backslide. Because we are made to feel the power of God. We are created to experience the greatness and the love of God in our lives and through our lives. And you must get addicted to change lives. I'm addicted to change lives. I want to see people change around me. Amen. Amen. And some of them, I'm working with some serious cases. <laughs> Underground situations that I can't even mention here. But I can tell you, I've seen transformation. Why? Not just by telling the person, It is by, you got to put the word into action. You got to cast out that devil. You got to, you, there's things we got to do. Amen. You can't just be a hearer. You've got to practice the word. God wants to do the miraculous through you. You can go into areas where Benny Hinn can never get. Okay, you guys. <laughs> okay, let, let me stick to the word. Pastor Gustav is, will be back within a few weeks. I give to thee. Now he gives instruction. He says, in the name of Jesus Christ. In whose name? In Jesus' name. There is power in the name of Jesus. Ooh, we've got power in the name of Jesus. There's power in the blood of Jesus. I said it the last time when you are casting out devils and you seen this a villa devil say, fire of the Holy Ghost. You will see that thing also go. I'm teaching you while I'm preaching. What did he say? Rise up. He never looked at him and said, I shame. How many years are you? Yo, you're a bed seer. You're a mat seer. This is the mistake we make. I'm helping us. I'm helping us to be doers of the word. We are too focused on the condition and not on the power of God. That person, they don't need to hear about their condition. They've been walking with it for 38 years. He's been lame since birth. They don't need to hear from us. Ay, shame. Ay, you're a cool like the arm man. They need to hear there's hope. There's power. Even if the guy didn't get up immediately, the miracle was put into motion. Amen. Some miracles are immediate and some miracles take time. But honey, it is in motion. It is happening. It is working. Hallelujah. You're just going to wake up and feel, I have no pain. 
again. Hallelujah. Because you've been trusting the Lord for months and years, but you never gave up. That is the key. Because you've decided, I'm not just going to hear about other people's miracles. I'm not just going to check on YouTube all the stuff. I will see it with my own eyes. These very hands I will lay on the sick. Your hands. Say for iemand, it klinks soos werk. The Bible says the work of the ministry. I used to work at a place many years ago, international company. And I was more in the office areas and it was a big factory, international factory company. They were producing international, you know, stuff. And there was about 200 workers in that place, in the factory area. And I was in the office areas and stuff. And God put me there for a time because I, I was, 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 I was going to go into full-time ministry. And I tell you, God put me there. And I thought it was just for work. But every day, somebody would come and stand at that desk of mine and they would, you know, talk and cry. And I had to pray and I had to this and I had to that. And then I understood, Lord, I'm, thank you, Jesus. I'm actually getting paid for this mission. I'm working, but I'm ministering and people would just come. You see? Because you have what you have. You have, you've got it. Be doers of the word. I'm closing. He says, rise up and walk. <laughs> and he took him by the right hand. Authority, right hand is authority. Left hand is what you were born to do. It's, it's the life. But right is authority. He took him by the right hand and lifted him up. He saw this brother needs a little help. Sometimes when somebody needs a miracle, they will need a little help. He took him by the right hand, lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he leaping up stood and walked. How did that happen? The guy had to change his vision. He had to look on these men. Amen. There had to be a change in the heart for him to become willing. And then with instruction, obedient. Walking and leaping. And entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And everybody saw this man walking and praising God. Family this morning, how willing are you? You know, some people, when they hear the word, they're excited. Woo! They'll tell you at the back, it was, it was a nice word. Ooh, that, that, that man, he preached well. That, that prophet, yeah, he was on fire. But they, they, they are excited. But they never take it for their lives. How willing are you this morning? And then how obedient are you? Because there are many miserable people. Can I say this? It's online even. There are many miserable people in the churches. And they are obedient. They are there. But their hearts ain't in it. You can see it on their faces. You don't even have to be a prophet, brother, to know that. Because they are there because I'm obedient. The word says I must do it. But if you can become willing in being obedient, you will eat the good of the land. Scott, you won't just see the good. You're going to eat it. You're going to enjoy it. You're going to love it. Amen. You're going to experience it. Perhaps there's some of you this morning that says, I'm not experiencing it. I, I've heard about it. Come, there is bread. Come, there is water. But how willing are you this morning? Because you see, Jesus, that is why we can speak on the attitude of Christ. It was about his being willing, his willingness to come. He didn't come to earth and say, Yeah, Father, why me, Lord? You know my favorite song. 
Why me, Jesus? Why did I have to come, Father? Can't you, couldn't you send Michael? He's a strong fighter. He could just kill these people. No. Jesus became even obedient unto death. Because why? Willing and obedient. That is key today. If you want to see God move in your life. Don't just be a hearer. Stop being miserable. God doesn't like that. He wants you to be joyful. Smile a while. Put some energy back into your life. I know some people at the other campuses that have gone through the toughest of toughest storms. Where their children were killed in front of them. Stuff just that are just bad stuff. But if I have to bring them here and say, which one of these do you guys think is this one I'm talking about? You would never know. And I've watched those people. I've watched them cry. I've watched them, but I've also watched them rise from the ashes. I've watched them dust off the ashes. And they said, well, I got to go forward. God is with me. This will become my testimony. It has been a massive test, but now it will become my testimony. And I tell you, they are, they are shaking. I want to say shaking the areas because of their testimonies. They're not miserable. Why? Because they became willing and obedient. One of our pastors, Pastor Leonie, and she will probably forgive me if she, she knows I mentioned the name online. Her husband was killed, stabbed. Till this day, we don't know who did it. Amazing man, gentle, humble servant of the Lord was killed. She had to move out of Blue Combos because that's where they were. She had to move. They had a little piece of property. She had nowhere. She just had that. And then you know what she did? She cried for a while, of course. She went through the period of that. But then she said, okay, right now I do not have all the money to build me a house. But I'm going to start with a garage. I can start there. And she started. For a long time, no electricity. But can I tell you something? She wrote a book. A published book with candlelight. A widow. She didn't have electricity for a long time. She works in houses for, for this family. That woman built her own house with her own money. Every month she bought bricks. Every month she bought things. Today she has a house, electricity, water, plumbing, the most amazing gardens. And she has a lot of dogs as well. But you see, in the process, she made a decision, Lord, I'm going through a storm, but I will not let the storm stay inside of me. I am becoming willing. I'm becoming obedient to trust you. And I want to tell you, look what the Lord has done with that woman. A widow. But we have these excuses. I've been trying to get into the pool for so many years and then blind what, what jumps in front of me. God ignores excuses because if you want the miraculous, cancel excuses this morning. Come on, church. We've got the power. We've got the fire. And we've all been through losses. Hey, but, hallelujah. Now we have testimonies. <laughs> God wants to do the amazing things for you and your family. When He saves you, He's got your family in mind. He doesn't just save one person just for them. He, he's got families in mind. He's, God is generational. Hallelujah. He's thinking about your grandchildren and great-grandchildren already. Amen. That's the God we serve. And this morning, if you are saying you, you might have been obedient, but by just being obedient, you give 80%. But when you are willing and obedient, you are giving 150%. Niks is moeite nie. Pastor Gustav always says, if, uh, uh, passion takes the effort out of the process. There's a process. Hey, I will not lie. 
Like we would say in Cape Town, I tell you God's truth. Only in Cape Town. Ek sê vir jou Godse waarheid. There's a, there's a process. You can run, but you cannot hide. God has His ways of ministering to us. Because you are too precious. And He wants you to know Him as a good father. And if He's disciplining you a little bit, He's lief for you, man. He disciplines the ones He loves. Hey, who's been through discipline from God? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to minister to you. Get offense out of your heart. My brother that sits there at the back, Willie, always says, take the fence, take the gate, take everything. When we say, no, that offense, take everything. <laughs> okay? But don't take offense. It's the bait of Satan. It'll cause a rift in your spirit and it will damage the willingness in your heart. Forgive even before people do stuff. I always do this little cancellation test. This is cancel culture from the church. Whom of you have ever been hurt by people? I see a few aliens that's never hurt, never felt anything. Please take me to your house. Whom of you say I've been disappointed and hurt by people? Yay. But who can also admit today you've disappointed people and hurt them? It is cancelled, right? We just cancelled culture, that thing, right out of this place. So get over it. Because there's too much things in front of you. You're holding on to old things, old cows, old wells, old stuff. Well, there's a whole world. We heard yesterday, 7.9 billion people that need you. Amen. Hallelujah. Before, before I minister, I just want us to, just where you're sitting, just pray. Just pray if you can pray in the Spirit. Amen. And I want to minister to this lady um, sitting next to Natali. Amen. I know her name. I just hear the Lord saying, for how long will you still cry about things of yesterday? Because like we've said many times, if we are holding on to things, we, God cannot give us more things. And it's time this morning, I want to encourage you. Or I can be as bold as Peter and say, let go. I think I will go for that one. God says it's time to let go and drop it. You cannot walk out of this place this morning with any, um, any baggage. Because you came for an encounter this morning. You've had it. You've had it. And it's been an internal struggle. I want us to just raise our hands. You know, just uh, raise your hands to this lady. Just stretch it out. Sorry, stretch out your hands to this lady because this is destiny. And the enemy has been fighting for your soul, my dear. He's been fighting for your soul. And it's been a battle in your mind. And many things that the enemy has created and he's made it so bad. But it's not even true. Hallelujah. But this is the thing. The key will be for you today is not just to be a hearer, but a doer of the word. That you will no longer deceive yourself. And you will not be deceived. Amen. And you're going to walk in power. You're going to walk in joy. You're going to experience joy. Like, jy gaan lach voor hulle jou sien. They will hear you laugh before they even see you. Amen. You will announce the presence of the Lord, but you will also announce your own presence. Amen. Because of what God can do. And God is ripping out. I see He's, he's uprooting those things of all these years. 13 years. Those things is uprooted now in Jesus' name. And I speak to you, I speak to your life, I speak to your peace, I speak to your joy, I speak to your restoration, and I speak to your completeness. And you will walk in the plan of God for your life fully in Jesus' name, intentional, on purpose, and you will testify of the greatness and the goodness of God. And brother, you have giftings. You have giftings. Many people they need you. They need you. They need you. It is like, I see almost like a, 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 not in the natural, but in the spirit, I see almost like a garage and there's a lot of um, um, raka, what do you call it? Shelves with great things on. But the door is closed. You're not allowing people in there. You're not allowing people in there. 
there's many people that need to see those shelves because there's things on those shelves that they need and you've got it. And God says, open your heart. Open again your heart for people. And can I tell you something? Can I, can I, can I give you this? They will disappoint you again. But it's okay. Because you see, your willingness has to become greater than the pain. There's a promise in the Bible, and somebody please write a book about this, that nobody's writing the book about. They write about all the other promises, but not this one. As jy God vruchtig wil lewe, sal jy vervolg word. Dis a belofte. Why is nobody writing about that book? Because we don't like that. And it's a promise. So brother, there are people that need you, and they need what you have. It's there. You have so much wisdom and you can see right into a thing. You, 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 you don't get confused. And for some people that has been a problem because you see directly and you see a thing and you, that's what you see. They're trying to tell you something different. You don't, you see it. Because you are not allowing confusion in your life. And, and, but, but willing and obedient. That is what God is calling you this morning because he's given you so much that people need. It's not something you're going to get. You have it. I see that door is just shut, but open the door because they need you. A lot of the young men, they need you. They need you. There's people that need you. They need you. Amen. Let's just stretch our hands to this awesome family. Father, bless them. Bless them abundantly, Lord. Thank you for directing their footsteps. Thank you for healing them this morning of old wounds. And Lord, Give them boldness. That they will also bring restoration where others have been hurt and have been persecuted. That they will also encourage them in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Never done a new things. Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. So, so if you are in this place and you say, I want to be willing and obedient, not just obedient, not just willing. I want to be both. Um, that's me. I want you to please stand with me. Amen. Amen. That just if you want to, I don't preach like that. Amen. Let's raise our hands because you this is you and God. You know those areas in your life where it ain't happening. You know those things where you've been obedient, but Lord, you did it with an attitude. You know those areas where you're not seeing the breakthrough yet. Like Mark, you saw a hamburger come quick, but not the job. It's practical things God works with. And some of you are disappointed, and I'm going to say it like I get it. You are disappointed in God. Let it go this morning. Perhaps it didn't work out the way you planned. Hey, but that's what makes God God and us, we're not God. Let's speak to the Lord. Let's speak to the Lord. Let's speak to the Lord. The Lord is doing open heart surgery this morning. Let's speak, speak, speak to him, family. Tell him, Lord, I, 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 I've, I've, I've been willing in this area, but not in that area. Perhaps you've not been ministering to your family as you should have. Come on, let's, let's speak to the Lord. Yes, Father. Yes, Father. We thank you this morning that you are doing open heart surgery on us, Lord. Last week, the prophets prophesied to us. They will prophesy to us again tonight. But this morning, that we will become willing and obedient, that we can eat the good of the land. We are tired, Lord, of, of droughts. We are tired of those things. We want to see the good of the land and not just see it, but eat it. And Lord, the keys are to be willing and obedient, not to just be hearers, but doers of the word. And we, we, take a, we, we are taking a step this morning and say, willing, 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 willing and obedient. Obedient and obedient. In Jesus' name. Come on, raise your hands. Raise your hands this morning. You are called by God. You are anointed by God. Hallelujah. You have what it takes. <laughs> 
Come on, come, just look unto the Lord. Don't look at yourself. Amen. Don't look at your condition. Don't And all the guilt, we let it go in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. We walk out of it. It was for freedom that Christ has set us free. Freedom. I speak freedom, not just in the building, but in the hearts of people. Oh, that you will dance again, that you will shout again. That you will be excited again about the things of God. Hallelujah. Forevermore. Life, life, life. They will soar like eagles. Mm. They will soar like eagles. The storm, high above the storm. Oh, you will soar like eagles. You will soar like eagles, high above the storm, high above the storm. Because this morning we are willing, we are not disappointed, but we are appointed. We are people of the present and the future, not of the past, present and the future, high above the storm. Can I tell you something? The eagle needs the storm to go up higher, to go up higher. Eagles were not made for comfort zones. Even when their little cheeks are small, the mom does not allow little tender grass in there. She brings little stickies and all kinds of things that the little chicklet will not get comfortable. <laughs> Come on, see yourself this morning. You're soaring high above the storm. Higher, 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 higher. High above the storm, brother. High above the storm. You've been through a few storms, a few hurricanes. But you're going higher, you're going higher, come on sing it with me, you're going higher, the best is yet to come, you're going higher, yes we're going, we're you brother the best is yet to come you will speak and it shall be you will decree and declare and it shall be established I see faith increasing in your life faith faith Let's give God the praise. We're going higher and higher and higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. We are not stuck. We are not stuck. Hallelujah. COVID did not get us into stuck mode. We are going higher, 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 higher. 
You see, even with a song, it's like this. If they sing low all the time, there's no climax. But then they go higher. They lift it. There's climax. Some of you got to go higher. Got to go. You got to make a key change. Amen. You got to make a key change for the right doors to open. If there's anybody here that's sick in your body, please lay your hands on the place. If possible, it's a bloedruk is to man op jou kop. Father, we thank you right now for healing, right now. As we've spoken it in the beginning, I thank you right now that people are experiencing healing in the mighty name of Jesus. Be healed. Be healed. We will not just accept sugar diabetes. We will not just accept high blood pressure. We will not just accept these things. We are going higher and higher and higher and higher. Be healed in Jesus' name. Be healed in Jesus' name. Be set free in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. I speak healing to your bones in Jesus' name. There's some people in this place, you need healing in your bones. Right now, I speak Holy Ghost anointing oil into those bones in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. I speak to hearts. If you have a heart condition, put your hands there right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Rhythms come in line in Jesus' name. Heart, we speak to your full function and capacity. All the veins that lead up to the heart. Hallelujah. Whoop. Never stop. Whoop in Jesus' name. Open in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. There's anybody here this morning that says, I do not know Jesus, but I want to know him. We want to pray with you. It is the best life insurance you will ever take out. Because he paid the price for you. If you are here this morning and you say, I need Jesus. Perhaps you're watching us and you, you say, I need Jesus. Right where you are, just pray. Amen. If you are here in, the, in this place and you say, I do need Jesus, please come. We want to pray with you. Anybody that says, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, ek gaat net kerk, ek ken die Is there anybody? Can we please ask the person next to us, do you know Jesus? Perhaps you're in this place this morning and you've become lukewarm. God wants to touch you. Can I say something? When it becomes about us, that's when we become lukewarm. That's the mistake we make. If it's always about God, even if it's difficult, it's not always easy. Sometimes I tell the Lord, Yere rechtig. Really? Do you know what they did? Lord, you know we can raise the dead right before the police comes. Find a little scarp. Some of you, we have a Lazarus ministry. Who knows? You, you feel like that. I will raise that one. Lord, I will, I will raise him before the police comes. But just before the police, when they stop and open the door, yes, I will bring them back. Okay, so I'm in the right place. If that's you this morning, you're backslidden. I want to say, get fired up for God. He's coming back. And he's not coming back for a lukewarm people. He's coming back. Amen. Is there anybody that says, I need the Lord. I, I'm, I'm lukewarm and you want to catch fire again. Is there anybody? Man, I've been in service where I had to, to, to get some prayer. Amen. So South Africa gaan gered word hierdie week. And die brand menses. We're going to do this, if that's okay. And then I'm going to ask the family that that's going to dedicate the baby. Please lay your hands on the person next to you, if, if they will allow you. You can ask them if it's okay with them. Just find one. 
if, if that's okay, and pray with them. Pray with them because we got to activate this this morning. But Samatalib, come, come, ask them, what can we pray for? Ask them, what can we pray for? What, what are we agreeing on? Come on, because remember, you've got the fire now. You're not offended anymore. You are willing. You're obedient. Don't fail the test now because you've got to be willing and obedient. Amen. Thank you. That's right. Pray with them. Activate, 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 activate this morning in the name of Jesus. Activate. I see some people standing by themselves. There's a brother at the back. Pray for that brother. Amen. I see the hand of God upon you, brother. You are blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, pray with him. Pray with him. God wants to do the miraculous in your life and through your life. Amen. And what the devil stole, he's got to return. God does not return what the devil stole. The Bible says the thief has to give back when he's found out. Jesus' name. Come on. Come on. Pray for that person. Speak a blessing over them. Bless Allah. Pray miracles over them. In Jesus' name. Speak to their weak. Amen. Father, I thank you for Wilbur. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, whom of you said you could you could feel the power when this person prayed for you? Amen. Who said, Yeah, I felt that man? Amen. Amen. I'm gonna ask the family that wants to dedicate the baby, the child, to please let them come. Don't sit if, if that's okay with you. This is a very Amazing occasion. They can bring the grandparents, the uncles, the tannies. I bring everybody. The whole community that's going to help raise those kids, bring them. This is what our country looks like. Family. Amen. Amen. Can I ask the cell leaders and the pastors to also please come and stand with this family. Amen. Because this is, this is a very amazing time. Amen. And we know the story. We, we, we know the story in the Bible that you know, the mothers, they brought their children to Jesus. And of course, the disciples felt, man, Jesus was so busy already. Really? Why are you guys bringing the kids? And Jesus turned to them. He says, And then silkos This is a very important time. I want to encourage the parents and the family. If ever there comes a day in Cara Rose's life where it seems like she's a bit, then you can say, Lord, remember that day on the 29th of May 2022 when we, when we gave her back to you. Because this is covenant. We serve a covenant God. And it seems like this girl has got a very precious, special place. And I pray for healing in this family and great restoration. Please, let's stretch out our hands to this family. In Africa, South Africa, we say it takes a village to raise a child. It's very true. I'm going to lay my hands on the mom. Father, even before we dedicate Kara, Lord, I want to pray for the mother. Touch her. Bless her. I thank you that all the trauma of the past is over now. That even this girl, that her life is a sign of new life. Her life is a sign of 
not just a new chapter, but new things. I thank you that even my sister will give her wisdom as to raise this girl in the fear of the Lord. And she will never depart from it. Lord, even the Father. God, what a great responsibility upon fathers. We know that the father actually, according to the Bible, is the intercessor of the family, not the mother. For everybody that didn't know. The father. Thank you, Lord, for blessing this man. Thank you for his heart and thank you for wisdom. As he will raise in the fear of the Lord and she will not depart from it. This whole family, Lord. So, Father, right now we bring Kara, Rose, Snyder to you. Beautiful princess. Thank you for your hand of protection over her. As these parents have brought her this morning, this whole family, what a beautiful sight. As they have brought it to you, Lord, we thank you this morning, your hand of protection over her, that there will always be provision. Lord, that she will soar in the heights like we heard this morning and she will be a person of breakthrough. Oh, but Lord, that she, I, I see her that she will say a thing like it is. And Lord, I thank you that she will even minister to her family. Thank you that she will be bright, bright personality and very sharp, Lord. And I th- we thank you, Lord. I even speak to her future, Lord, that there will be great things in store for her. In the mighty name of Jesus, that people who meet her, that their lives will be touched and changed with the glory of God. We thank you for your calling upon her life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Father, I pray for this whole family. If you're part of this family, just raise your hands. There is with Papa Kanami. Touch them, Lord. Bless them, Lord. I pray for great restoration where, where, where there was things that happened perhaps in the past and where the enemy has stolen. Lord, I thank you right now. You touch and restore and, and that, that, Lord, that I even see walls being rebuilt and relationships and great healing, Lord. Anoint them all with fresh oil, Lord. Anoint them all with fresh oil in Jesus' name. The fire of the Holy Ghost in their lives, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for intercessors. Lord, we thank you for, for great people, Lord. I thank you, God, even, even all of them, uncles, aunts, and cousins, and nieces, bless them all, Lord, bless them all, Lord, bless them all, touch them, God, touch them, bless them, bless them, Father, bless them, bless them, bless them abundantly, in Jesus' name, amen, amen, we just want to give you a handshake, or an elbow, or a hug, you can... We just want to say congratulations. Baya baya khalak yala. Let's give them a God bless you. Amen. Amen. a great occasion. Amen. Hallelujah. Not to miss tonight and Tuesday night a time of prayer and Monday night. Uh, um, um. If you want to come on a Monday night at seven o'clock, you want to know more about the church or meet some of the leaders or you have Bible questions or anything, you can meet with us tomorrow night at seven o'clock. We would love to just chat with you and pray with you. And we also have classes, but if you just want to come and just, you know, just need prayer or chat, whatever, we would love to be here. We have Bible school as well. And we're going to close the, the, the service. But if there's people that need even prayer after the service, we will minister to you. I'm going to ask Willie and Gwen if they can please go stand by the door and shake the people's hands in, in the place of Pastor Gustav. It's my brother and my sister in love, like we say. Amen. So God bless you abundantly. I'm going to ask Pastor Sean to please come and close in prayer. And if you need ministry, we will minister to you. Amen. Um, and then there's some coffee. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you, Lord, for the coffee. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for a word. We thank you, Father God, that you um, sometimes come and you shake up the comfort zones, Lord, and 
typically like you use Pastor Gonzalez always, Father God, in a boldness. But yes, Lord, we need to be willing and we need to be obedient. And as we go out this morning, Father, we go out into a world that needs us, a world that needs healing, Father God, a world that needs real people, Father, who are focused on you, who are dependent on you, and that just bring love, that bring change where we go, that bring a heat and a warmth, Father God, where many of us, many people out there are going through difficult times. And so today as we go out, I plead your blood over us. I pray that you will seal us, Father God, off. And we go in your, your, with your anointing over us and your confidence, Father, knowing that we are just being obedient and willing to make a change for you, Father, in Jesus' name. So bless us as we go, Father, in Jesus' name we pray, Lord. Amen.